Welcome back to the private podcast, The Art of Self-Expression. I'm Morgan Day Cecil. We ended last episode with an evocative question. What if you could have anything you want as long as you made it to have it? As I promised in this episode, I'm going to tell you exactly how that is true. Women I've had the privilege of working with experience the type of feminine healing that goes beyond any self-help book, any step-by-step business program or sex class you've ever seen before. If I get the honor of coaching you, we will dig deep into your specific sex, love, career, and relationship goals. But what I can already tell you is that the women who have come before you and completed this level of sacred work with me have healed their sexuality and intimacy issues, had the best orgasms of their life, have written books and got published, made partner in their law firms, broken through their financial glass ceilings, skyrocketed past 10K months and 10K days in their coaching businesses, started podcasts, found their callings, healed from burnout, pivoted their careers, completely changed their relationship with men, and found peace and happiness that they never knew existed before. The reason we're able to accomplish huge breakthroughs in a matter of months isn't because I have a master's in philosophy. It's not because of the training I've done in trauma healing and sex, love, and relationships or energy healing or deep feminine psychology and hypnotherapy. It's not even because of the years and thousands of hours I've clocked in my private practice. I believe it's because my approach to trauma healing and the neuroscience of pleasure and playfulness is founded on this one simple idea. You can have anything you want in life if you can make it fun enough i.e. safe and pleasurable enough to have it. This is exactly why I'm committed to facilitating healing, your deep, transformational, and life-changing healing. Healing that is as big as it is sustainable. And it's also why I'm here on this podcast. I'm devoted to helping you awaken new possibilities within you and to telling it to you straight. I want you to see whole new possibilities around womanhood and self-expression. So before I explain to you why it is that you can have anything you want as long as you make it fun enough to have it, let's talk about everyone's favorite subject. Yeah, trauma. We're talking about trauma and its connection to self-expression. The definition of trauma that I'll be using is the definition by Dr. Valerie Rain. Trauma is any experience that made you feel unsafe in your fullest self-expression and led to you developing trauma adaptations to keep you safe. So what does trauma have to do with self-expression? Everything is inextricably linked. Some would say there would be no trauma if there was no damage to your self-expression. That's why kids can grow up in the same household, one of them having a trauma response to the type of parenting they received and another not having the same trauma adaptations. Why is this? Well, it's somehow connected to self-image and what we made the trauma mean about ourselves. For example, If we had a mother that maybe struggled with depression and anxiety and did not give us a lot of attention or validation or praise, if we interpreted that as a rejection of our fullest self, we would then internalize that we're maybe not worthy of being seen, worthy of attention, worthy of praise. But if we are able to receive the attention and praise we receive from our dads or our teachers or other family members, then our self-image would remain intact and we wouldn't necessarily have a trauma response to our emotionally unavailable mothers. That's just a quick example. So why do you want to heal trauma? Because you are here to be fully self-expressed as the confident, sexy, powerful woman you are created to be. 
Right now, that trauma isn't the truth about you, but it's currently running the show, making you feel not enough when you are, and it's making you afraid of being seen when there are people that are waiting to see you in your fullest, brightest light. They're going to adore you, but until you gain the confidence and overcome the trauma to show up that way, you're never going to know what it's like to be loved and to be adored and to be seen. The number one reason why you want to heal trauma is because it's drastically limiting your life. Even if you are successful, even if you have achieved all of the external objectives you set out to achieve, if you know you are still stuck, not showing up in your fullest self-expression, not being who you are, hiding your truth, not saying what you really want to be saying, not voicing your needs or desires, not showing up in your most glamorous, playful, joyful light. If any of that's happening, you know there's more for you. There's more for you than just success on paper, money in the bank, accolades from the world. You want true fulfillment. True fulfillment can only come by way of you feeling like your insides and your outsides match. That's the gift of embodied self-expression is that coherence that not only makes you way more effective and powerful in the world, it brings you into your most powerful presence, but also gives you that deep satisfaction that you are true to yourself. So let's talk about how to heal this little T trauma. There are a million ways to skin this cat, the cat called trauma. My favorite way personally and where I've seen the most amazing results in my clients is to make this game of healing our trauma playful because playful equals powerful. If you're having fun, your nervous system feels safe. And this is square one. That embodied safety is the foundation of our self-expression. Until we have that inner security, that safety, that felt sense that we are safe showing up as who we really are, we're always going to hide. We're going to betray ourselves because our need for safety and belonging trumps our need for self-actualization. This is psychology 101, Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The base of that triangle is safety and belonging. This betraying ourselves in order to stay safe and belong, of course, doesn't lead to a very fulfilling or happy life. The pinnacle of that triangle is self-actualization, which is where we're headed. We want self-actualization. We want self-expression. But we're never going to get there unless we establish embodied safety and belonging first. Whether my clients have shut down their voice in the bedroom in their relationships or in the boardroom in their career, the work we do together allows them to get free, free to discern like the full grown woman they are when self-expression is worth the risk and when it's not. Because yes, self-expression is a risk, but it's not always true that it's so big of a risk that you'll lose safety and belonging if you dare to express yourself freely. I help my clients connect to the sovereign woman within them so that consciousness is running the show instead of their good girl conditioning or trauma patterns. My client, Kirsten, she wanted to go braless in public and not care what anybody else thought of her. She knew that she was a sexy, confident, free-spirited woman, but because of her religious conditioning and the trauma of her past around her sexuality, she felt blocked in her self-expression. She just wanted to wear what she wanted to wear and not be so in her head around who was judging her, what were they thinking, and did it make her bad if she wanted to go braless and have her nips hang out? 
In the course of our work together, I helped her create the embodied safety so that she could feel safe to wear what she really wanted to wear. Also, a part of this, this is so important, is to have discernment, to know when it is truly safe to be your fullest self-expression. Because as we discussed, it's not always safe to be seen in your fullest self-expression. That's just the world we live in. We have to accept it and then work with it using our wise mind to know, okay, is it safe? Is it not safe? If it is safe, let's take the risk. Let's take the risk and wear what we want to wear because the reward is much bigger than the risk. For Kirsten, the reward of being who she is, being able to go to the grocery store, to get gas into her car, and just feel her sensuality and her confidence as a woman. This was a huge healing moment for her. No longer was she stuck in the little girl, religious conditioning, modesty culture of her youth that was not a true reflection of her presence or power as the sovereign mother and wife she was today. So... There's a lot of fun that can come from healing this trauma, not to mention just the joy of being able to just be in your body, be in your sensuality, be in your femininity and wear what you want to wear because you're not stuck thinking about what other people are thinking about you or how they're judging you. The holistic approach I use has helped my clients who grew up in the church or shame-based religious cultures go from feeling dirty and bad around embracing their sensuality and expressing how they want to express by what they wear and having a hell of a good time while doing it. It's also helped my clients who are artists and coaches finally start showing up consistently online, honoring their passions and gifts and sharing who they are with the world without fear of what people think of them. It's also the approach that has helped business executives and overworked moms go from survival mode and burning out to thriving because they can get the support they need without making enemies of the men in their life. So how do I do it? First, a little review of how our main alley of authentic self-expression works, our nervous system. Our nervous system, as you may know, is wired to prioritize our safety above all else. It's a brilliant mechanism designed to keep us alive and well. However, the natural instinct can sometimes work against us when it comes to pursuing our goals, especially if those goals trigger a sense of threat or discomfort, which basically anything outside of our comfort zone is going to do in part. Asking a man in your life for what you really need or want, becoming wildly successful and visible, setting boundaries, telling your clients you're going to raise your rates, telling the world about your book or program, pursuing deeper connection and intimacy in your romantic relationships. Now imagine your goals are a destination on a map and your nervous system is the GPS guiding you there. If the journey doesn't feel safe, your nervous system will instinctively steer you away leading to self-sabotage and not getting to where you really want to go. This is where the science of success and unconscious programming come into play. Studies have shown that our unconscious mind plays a dominant role in shaping our behaviors, and these behaviors are often based on past experiences and learned patterns. Hello, trauma and conditioning. If your body has unconsciously associated your big soul goals with higher levels of stress or danger, your unconscious mind will often resist and create a barrier to your success. This is what psychologists refer to as upper limit. 
a self-imposed limit on the level of success and happiness we believe we can achieve. This also explains why all of us have certain pleasure set points, wealth set points, health set points, success set points. And in order to raise those set points, we have to get very conscious and embodied around creating safety and security for our nervous system to thrive at new levels. Now, here's the exciting part of my coaching philosophy. You can achieve anything you want as long as you make it fun enough to have it. The mentor who took me off to this idea wore a necklace of a dopamine molecule and told us the secret connection between fun and success. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter, a chemical messenger in the brain that plays a crucial role in the brain's reward system. It's often referred to as the feel-good neurotransmitter. By teaching my clients the art of play, I'm helping them activate the release of dopamine, which allows them to move forward and achieve their goals with more pleasure and ease. Dopamine is also associated with motivation and goal-directed behavior. When you link the pursuit of your goals with enjoyable states, you create a positive feedback loop that propels your momentum forward. When dopamine gets released, it helps reduce stress and resistance. Through a sense of joy and playfulness, everyone can create a more positive emotional state, reducing the likelihood of the nervous system triggering self-sabotage and resistance. We gotta get the dopamine involved. Alongside my innovative processes of play, I use and teach integrative hypnotherapy techniques to help my clients reprogram their unconscious mind and go from nervous systems focused on surviving to nervous systems built for thriving. It's all about sending new signals to your nervous system that the road towards achieving what you want, having your desires, and feeling the way you really want to feel is actually a safe and rewarding path, and so go for it. For my clients who have little t traumas lingering in their unconscious, blocking their authentic self-expression, these are some of the most effective tools I've ever seen for overcoming upper limit problems faster than ever before. In sum, the more you can embody the playful equals powerful philosophy I'm teaching you, the more healing and thriving you'll enjoy because the nervous system loves it when you are happy, laughing, smiling, playing, singing, dancing, and having a good time. In these states, you are most authentically yourself and expression flows freely. What I've learned in my process as a woman and being there as a mentor, coach, guide, friend to others is that healing healing our trauma, healing our grief, anger, fear, shame, and powerlessness around self-expression is an art of the present moment. Just like self-expression is an art of the present moment. There is no such thing as, okay, I've healed everything I need to heal. I'll never need to experience fight, flight, or freeze again. Or now that I have clarity, I'll never again feel confused. Or, now that I feel safe and calm, I'll never again experience anxiety or overwhelm. The feminine art of self-expression isn't about never experiencing triggers or not having traumas. We all have them. They're there. We're learning how to work with them. The feminine art of self-expression is about growing your capacity, roll through it all, feel it all, and find your way back to center again and again and again. If you're devoted to becoming the woman you're created to be, a woman who knows who she is and what she wants and courageously embodies her values, if you're serious about growing in the realm of self-expression, you are going to be triggered. The world out there is not built to make you feel safe. It's the world. It is what it is. You're gonna be triggered and that's okay. Triggers are okay. 
because we know what to do with them. You can get really good at handling whatever comes your way and you can be playful with life. You can have trauma in your past and you can still get really good at the art of play and getting what you want, creating a nervous system that is geared towards your thriving. You can get really good at handling whatever comes your way and your old trauma adaptations to stay silent and hidden don't have to limit your life and self-expression anymore. I always tell my clients, what you practice, you get good at. So here's your homework, ladies. I want you to really practice this. For those who have upgraded, open up your audio bundle and practice foundational tool number three, the practice called a good emotional release. I want you to do this every single day, whether you think you need it or not. I want it to become second nature to you. I want you to teach this tool to your kids. The truth is, if we all did this practice daily, which is the practice of energetic hygiene, we wouldn't be so on edge all the time. We wouldn't be so easy to trigger. And if we did get triggered, if something threw us off, an email, a text, a DM, or the news of the world, we could find our way back to center in a matter of minutes instead of weeks or days or months or years. This is one of the consistent things I hear from my clients who have been through the Embody Academy is that they are able to find their center in a matter of minutes and what used to take them weeks or months to find their way back home if they got triggered, even just thrown slightly off. This is a super powerful life skill to have. Think about it. The world is just increasing in its potential trigger factor. It's increasing its complexity. It's getting noisier and noisier out there, harder to hear your own voice. So you cultivating the skill to be able to find your center when you're thrown off is invaluable. If you are going to get the bundle, you can do so via the link in the description box below. If you're good without it, you still have homework. Here's what I want you to do. Bring out your journal and draw a table with four columns. The first column, write event. Second column, write thought. Third column, write feeling. And fourth column, write action. Start tracking. You know how I love tracking. Start tracking how things, people, places, and events in your life are affecting your thoughts, feelings, and actions, and how those actions are affecting your future. Do the actions that you're taking align with the woman you desire to be? Or are these actions just knee-jerk response of the woman you're conditioned to be? Are these actions integral with who you know yourself to be and your values? Are they supportive of your self-expression goals or not? So much of the art of feminine self-expression has to do with the quality of our attention. If you get cold sweats when you imagine yourself showing up in the world with bolder self-expression, if every single time you imagine showing up in your workplace, at family dinner, on a date night, on social media, wearing something sexier than you ever had before, more feminine, more flirty, or let's say you're going to share a controversial opinion with your family around the dinner table with your husband or online. If imagining that creates the cold sweats, makes you feel anxious because your mind keeps going to what other people are going to think of you and imagining being judged instead of imagining how good it feels to express yourself freely, if your mind is filling up with worry around what nasty thoughts people may be saying behind your back, this next episode, we're going to talk about the fear of being misunderstood, people pleasing, and what to do when people judge you, because they will. <laughs> Spoiler alert, people will judge you when you're more self-expressed, and that's okay. So I'll see you in the next episode. Do your homework, and I'm so glad you're here.